You're listening to Nguyen From Within, where we unlock the strength within you and continually develop the strongest version of you possible. I'm your host, John Nguyen. Hey, my friend, what's up? Welcome back to another episode. Let's go ahead and center ourselves. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about one of the biggest mindset shifts that I've ever learned, and that is that everything is a skill. And because everything is a skill, you can get better at practically everything or anything that you put your mind to. As long as you are persistent, you give it enough time, enough effort, and enough energy, you can become better at anything. This includes creativity, happiness, nutrition, public speaking like what I'm doing right now, parenting, leadership, pretty much any single trait, job, or any action that you can take can be improved. Sure, everyone's potential is different, but most people actually aren't living up to their potential in a lot of areas, especially in the areas that mean the most to them. Things like their career, their hobbies, their families, their relationships. And this is because they usually have a fixed mindset on their identity and also what they're capable of. You hear things like, I'm just not gifted musically. Uh, I'm an introvert, so I just can't talk to people. I'm not athletic. And these identities are self-fulfilling because if you identify yourself as an introvert, then you're essentially telling your mind and your body to freeze up, to be stressed out and be on alert when, or feel uncomfortable when you are around other people. And you won't be able to speak properly or speak proficiently because you are constantly worried about maybe even going out of your identity as an introvert. So if you are talking, then you are exhibiting extroverted traits, expressing yourself, which is, again, more associated with an extrovert. If you identify yourself as an introvert, this goes counter to being an extrovert. So your your mind and your body will act and move according to what you believe yourself to be. So you may be walking across the room or calling uh, somebody up and be all excited about it, but your subconscious mind might say, wait, I'm an introvert. What am I doing? I can't do this. Why am I calling somebody else? I'm going to fumble. I'm going to mess up on my words. So I might as well just hang up on the call right now or just get this over with. And what this does again is it just holds you back so much. And this is just a fixed mindset. So instead of focusing on what can go wrong, what you can't do at this current stage and identifying yourself about or with that negative trait, What if you switch your mindset around and focus on the positive instead? How would you get better at this skill? And what would life look like when you are skillful in this area? Visualize yourself holding the traits and doing the actions that you know that you can do. And it's just a matter of rehearsing, whether it's in your mind or outside in public, rehearsing it enough times so that your body sees yourself as the type of person who it is that you want to be. The last thing I want to talk about in terms of potential is that your potential is practically limitless in 
pretty much everything. As long as you dedicate the time and the energy towards learning and perfecting or improving on a certain skill. So even with this podcast, I know that I'm stumbling sometimes and I know that I can be probably more succinct in certain areas or maybe even explain or storytell in certain areas better. But I know that with time, as long as I'm focusing on just putting in the reps, putting in the necessary time and effort into developing my craft, my skill, then I know that in the future, uh, six months, a year, two years, five years from now, I will be a much better speaker, much more dynamic speaker, much more engaged speaker, and a whole lot better at being an inspiring speaker. And that brings me to my second point. With this mindset of everything is a skill, it puts the responsibility on you. And there's two ways to think about this. It can be very, very intimidating, where if everything is your responsibility, then you might question if you have the capabilities of doing something. If you have the tenacity, the willpower to pull things off, if you are capable of actually doing things and fulfilling what it is that you set out to do. Now, another way and a more productive way of thinking about this is that it is super empowering because if you are responsible for your actions, how well you do, um, how proficient you are at something, and all you really need is time and energy, then all you really need to do, and I'm saying this even though I know it can be super duper challenging, all you really need to do is see where you are spending your time and where you are spending your energy and be more conscious about it. Review your schedule, review your tank of energy and see if there are pockets or certain times of the day that you can make to develop your skill. Another thing that I want you to think about is that you should expect that it's going to be hard in the beginning. Most new things are for the body and especially for the mind because the mind is designed to keep you safe and to conserve calories and to prolong your life essentially too. And pretty much it's designed to avoid pain. So by acknowledging that it's going to be hard in the beginning, what you can do is you can thank your body. You can thank your mind for trying to protect you. And from there, you can actually say, despite that, despite me knowing and expecting that it's going to be hard, this skill or this particular area of mine that I want to be more skillful at is worth it, worth all the pain, worth all the discomfort, because it will lead to something more positive, something even more worthwhile. And by expecting it to be hard in the beginning, it also makes the whole process probably a lot easier because if it's just a part of the process and you expect it, then you just kind of shrug it off and be like, this is, this is normal. This is supposed to happen. But I also know that I'm on my way. And because this is part of the process, I know that I'm making progress in actually getting closer to being more skillful, getting closer to my goal. A quick example of this in my own life is that I recently started to pick up the guitar again. And I hadn't really done that for the past 10 years, uh, ever since dental school. And um, I knew it was going to be hard. I knew that I would have to develop the calluses again. I knew that I would have to practice my scales again. I knew that I have to 
go through some of the pain of having my fingers um, be in pain and maybe even cut sometimes. But because I knew this, because I because it happened to me in the past, then I expected it. And because I expected it, again, I just knew that it was it was going to happen anyway. So despite my fingers not being as fast or coordinated as they used to be, despite the fact that I can't really sound as good, I guess you can say for lack of a better word, despite the many mistakes that I make that I usually didn't make in the past, I was able to be way less emotional about it, uh, focusing on the pain, and instead just focus on the fact that I'm getting closer. And and that is just part of the process of becoming more proficient at guitar playing. And speaking of mistakes, going back to our friend Andrew Huberman, who's again a neuropsychologist, biologist, I believe, (laughs) I forget what it was. But according to him, he, he says that making mistakes is how you learn the fastest. And this essentially confirms the point that is made in Psycho-Cybernetics, which is a book by Maxwell Maltz. Highly, highly recommend this book if you want to change your self-image and change your confidence and just change the way that you view yourself, which again would reflect how you show up in the world and the actions and pretty much dictates what you do in life. So highly recommend that book. Andrew Huberman confirms what he says in this book in a much more scientific way. Um, If you want to listen to some of his podcasts on that, you can find them on YouTube, Spotify, any other podcast. Um, But he essentially says in this case that making mistakes is how you learn the fastest because your body, your subconscious mind is able to take the data that is coming in and actually rewire or repoint yourself, reorient yourself towards the right actions, the correct actions, the proper form. And over time, you become more and more skillful. But you have to take the action. You have to take imperfect actions so that you allow for the body, the subconscious mind, to take over and just reorient and re-aim itself. Maxwell Maltz puts it in a different way, and he says that each and every one of us, again, has a servo mechanism that is able to take us to our destination as long as you put in a destination. If you put in your destination and you focus on that destination and you just kind of let your servo mechanism take over by taking continuous action, then the servo mechanism actually acts like the AI in an airplane. In an airplane, the pilots enter the destination. So let's say you're flying from Los Angeles to New York the pilots would enter the destination as New York and the AI won't take a straight direct line to New York. What would happen is that it will be blown off course by other forces like wind, uh, temperature, um, other unforeseen forces. But what the autopilot, the AI does is that it course corrects. So if the plane gets blown off by like 500 feet, the autopilot AI will just reorient the plane the 500 feet that it got blown off course and as long as the plane continues to fly and focus on its destination as New York it will get there in about five and a half hours or so and because you my friend have the exact same type of servo mechanism inside your own mind and inside your own body what that means for you is that as long as you focus on 
your destination, your skill that you want to develop, your goal that you want to achieve. And as long as you give it time and energy to actually course correct itself through taking continuous action, whether or not it is the quote unquote right or wrong action, it is pretty much a scientific fact that you will get better and more skillful at what you are applying yourself to. And the last thing I want to talk about in terms of skill building is that comparison to others is the thief of joy. When you compare yourself to other people, then you don't honestly know the type of work that they put into it, um, how many hours they put into building their skill to become a pro or to become proficient at it. You don't know the circumstances of that person. So the only real person that you should compare yourself to is your past self. And one of the biggest things that you should compare yourself to is to see how far that you've actually come from your past self. Most of us think that, again, that we are fixed and that we're not going to be much more improved than how we are now. But if you really compare yourself to yourself, even like probably five years ago, you'll likely find that you've changed quite a bit. And if you focus on the positive things, the positive ways that you have changed, and you consistently do that, keyword is consistent here over a long period of time to, uh, to rewrite your subconscious mind and to rewrite your self-identity, then you'll likely find that you are pretty badass and that you are much more capable than you've been led to believe or that you've convinced yourself of. And knowing that, you'll be more likely to send a message to your body and to your brain that you are capable of pulling this off. You are capable of doing what you put your mind to. And once you finish comparing your current self, your current badass self to how far you've come from your past self, what Matthew McConaughey actually does is that his hero is actually his future self 10 years from now. And what that means for me is that if that is his goal, is if that's your goal, you have to visualize yourself. What life will be like? Who would you be as a person? What type of actions would you take? One, three, five, ten years from now, if you dedicated the time and energy into becoming a master at that skill, and again, five, ten years from now when you are actually a master, what would it look like? If you do this consistently, and you take consistent action on it, it is only, again, a matter of time. It can come a little later, it can even come earlier, but it is only a matter of time until you become master at the skill. So the last thing I want to say is that I totally respect the fact that you are going through the fire. You are going into the arena, as Theodore Roosevelt says, and you're putting yourself into uncomfortable positions or uncomfortable places and situations so that you can become better, a better person, a better version of you. And I know how you I know what you're going through of course because I'm going through it myself, but I just want to acknowledge you and again say that I respect your tenacity, your mindset, and your willingness to become an even better person for yourself and for the world and for the people who are close around you. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple or Spotify or share the podcast with somebody who you think could use some inspiration or 
that you think this may help out. And until next time, I see you. I hope you're having an awesome day, and I'm sending you much love. Peace.